This is a 980 CKNW podcast. Well, Joanna Connolly is editorial director of Glacier Real Estate, Glacier Media's real estate division. And she's joining us this morning to talk a bit more about the new Airbnb rules. Joanna, thank you so much for being with us. No problem. Good morning, Joe. Good morning. Uh, you've written about this uh, in uh, an editorial in the Vancouver Courier. Uh, break it down if you can, because we're hearing one thing from the city in that uh, people who have Airbnb uh, short-term rentals in their homes and uh, have enjoyed making a bit of extra money this way, we're hearing that they will still be able to do this. It's very easy to get the business license. Uh, but you have uncovered that that is not completely true. Yeah, you know, I think that they are really overselling how easy it's going to be for people to home share. And I, I just want to preface all of what I'm about to say by saying it, it is important to regulate short-term rentals, you know, that it's been a bit of a free-for-all. So I'm not saying that the city's new rules are a bad thing. I'm simply saying that it's not going to be anywhere near as easy as both the city and Airbnb seem to be saying. Um, first of all, you know, that, you, that your home that you rent out has to be your principal residence. It has to be your actual home that you live in. So not even a secondary suite, not even a laneway home. Uh, so all of those units that are currently on Airbnb that uh, homeowners are uh, enjoying the Airbnb rental income from, those are going to be wiped off the, the listings. Um, it has to be your, your actual home, so either that you um, rent out the whole home while you're away, or it has to be a room in your home. Um, so let's assume that, okay, uh, it is my actual home, so I've got a, a room in my home. Um, if I'm a renter, I have to get my landlord's permission, uh, written permission, to get an Airbnb license. And of course, how many landlords are going to give their tenants permission to run an Airbnb business with unvetted strangers staying, um, you know, all over the place and, uh, and, and just making money from that? And just, uh, I mean, I, as a landlord, wouldn't give that permission. And then if, if you're a condo owner, you have to get the strata council's permission. It has to be allowable for, to have short-term rentals in your strata bylaws. And of course, uh, many stratas, even, even stratas that allow rentals, uh, don't allow short-term rentals. So I think you're wiping out a huge number of the listings um, right there. Oh, definitely. Uh, you've also written about fire code and other things that people will have to do. Yeah, so let's assume that you don't have any of the, the above problems. You, maybe you have a single family home, you're renting out a room in that home or a, a, a suite that isn't a separate uh, basement suite, then you still have to jump through loads of regulatory hoops. So you have to have uh, interconnected um, smoke alarms in every bedroom, uh, working and accessible fire extinguishers on every floor. You have to have fire plans, you know, the ones like you see in hotel rooms at every entrance and exit. Uh, if you have any natural gas appliances in your home, you have to have uh, interconnected CO2 alarms. And the list of regulations that you have to go through and then provide documentation to the city too, if they ask, is, is endless. So even for a lot of single-family homes that would be eligible for an Airbnb license, they're probably not going to bother if they're not airbnb in their place all the time. For some people, it will be worth the investment if it's uh, more of a business for them, but for, for others, they probably won't. So, uh, you know, it just seems to me relatively few of the 
current hosts on Airbnb are going to you know, meet all of those exacting requirements. Interesting. When you talk about the basement suite, too, I think that's one. There are a lot of people, their kids come home from college in the summers, family yeah. comes to visit, and they want that suite for them. They can short, rent it out short term uh, in other parts of times of the year. And it seems, I think, unreasonable that those suites are now off the market. Yeah, it's it's going to be such a waste because there is also, you know, sure there's an, um, a short uh, a shortage of long term rentals, and we can go into that. But there's also a shortage of affordable places to stay in Vancouver, and these places, laneway homes, basement suites, are going to be just left empty when the owners' guests aren't there because the owners are not going to want to rent them out long-term. You know, short-term rentals are the only things that work for them. So they don't get the benefit of that uh, little bit of extra income for a few months of the year. Um, and uh, and it just sits empty and, and, you know, visitors to Vancouver don't get the benefit of it either. What would stop somebody, though, from saying, yes, it's not a basement suite. There's a door that connects my living space to that space. It's just another part of my principal residence. Yeah, and that's where we start to get into the workarounds that people are going to put into place, Jill. So, um, you know, definitely the the basement suite probably has an easy workaround. You take out the kitchen, it doesn't become, uh, it becomes no longer a a legal separate suite. You maybe take out the lock between the the main prison principal residence and the suite um, maybe just put a, a bolt on <laughs> instead and and then it's it just becomes then part of your home right so uh, so I think you'll see that happening quite a lot um, of course the city will probably be cracking down a little bit on that um, it's harder with a laneway home for sure you know it's very difficult to to say well this is part of my my principal residence um, so I think people with laneway homes are going to be out of luck. But there are also other workarounds, Jill, as well. Like, for example, if I'm a, you know, t- a tenant and I've got a two-bedroom place and I rent uh, one room out year-round on Airbnb to to pay for my whole rent, I could like maybe the landlord doesn't want to give me p- uh, permission. But what if I say, hey, I'll give you a cut of the Airbnb proceeds? You know, there could be a lot of uh, ways around it. And we've seen advertisements for landlords. Uh, advertising for long-term tenants and saying, put, you, you know, you'll get a discount if you put your name down on the Airbnb license. Um, and, uh, and, you know, the landlord obviously will give permission because they're the ones actually operating the Airbnb for a second suite in the building. So all sorts of things I think you'll see start happening, Jill. Yes, uh, indeed. Joanna, we're out of time, but uh, I'm sure we will talk about this again. I really appreciate uh, you coming on and talking about this. People can read uh, your column in the Vancouver Courier. Thank you so much for your time this morning. You're welcome. Thanks so much. All right. That is uh, Joanna Connolly. We're talking about Airbnb, uh, the new rules and uh, the workarounds. And again, the column is in the Vancouver Courier. Uh, Sneaky workarounds, as Joanna has written. Uh, They are. But you know what? I'm not faulting anybody who's trying to find the workaround because, as you know, this is an extremely expensive city and people have found a way in many cases to try and make ends meet. They don't want to be full time landlords. They shouldn't be forced to be full time landlords. And now that's being taken away as well. You You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, TuneIn, Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.